to the Chris and Sam podcast. Pull up a bar stool and join us for a random conversation, guaranteed to make you think or your money back. Hello, welcome to episode 221 of the Chris and Sam podcast. My name's Sam. I'm Chris. Welcome along. Another episode. Here we are on Sunday. What's been happening, Chris? Uh, look, we can't ignore it. We have to. We have to talk about it. Well, we have to, to mention degree. it. We have to mention it. Let's see how much we talk about it. <laughs> I've seen your list. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Might veto some of that. Oh yeah, I'm not going to go through all of that. It was just what I was thinking at the time. So last night um, was uh, New Zealand's darkest day. I still, I hate those sort of trite phrases, you know. Oh, totally, uh, totally. Um, but yeah, the mosque shootings uh, in Christchurch. And it's it is it's pretty freaking horrifying, right? Uh, yeah, totally horrifying. Uh, it's going to be the thing that's changing all of New Zealand, people, all sorts. Yeah. So last week we talked about Mark, whatever his name is, the sergeant. No, 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 no. Oh no. Um, the Kiwi. Oh yeah, bumbling, the, the, the bumbling jihadist. Yeah, that dude. Yeah, whatever his name was. That dickhead. Yep. And. Um, and the reality was, because New Zealand keeps thinking that we're so far away from the rest of the world, it's we do have a, a mentality of us and them, them over there, yeah. those crazy Americans and Europeans and you know the Asian continent, whatever, they're all over there and we're nice and safe over here. And then this crazy jihadist, Kiwi jihadist dude goes over and starts killing people over there. Bumbling around. Yeah, well, newsflash. It works the other way too. They can come around and start killing over here too, because that's what planes do: uh, bring people back and forth. That's right. Uh, so, so it's all sorts of craziness. Uh, big, um, very sad. Um, yeah. Um, and my immediate reaction was to more to have a go and to, to say, you know, you got to think about it, guys. Like, right, Christians, let's blame the Christians. Don't let people with crucifixes on planes um, do exactly what America did with 9-11. But, you know, with the people that kill Muslims, which historically is Christians. <laughs> but I, I didn't really mean that. But just I think it's a good shock um, thought experiment is like. Okay. Well, that makes, it makes as much sense as what America did in 9-11. If you did it per capita versus America, it would be the equivalent of around 3,000 people killed in uh, one thing in America. Well, so, so it's for, uh, death toll, right, as it stands this morning, is 49. Yes. Our death toll from murders for the whole of the previous year was 37. Yes, that's what it's like in New Zealand. It'll be interesting to see what happens uh, in the aftermath of this, what comes and... Uh, because the last mass shooting at a Moana, uh, big gun control laws changed then. So we'll see what happens. Anyway. Yeah, do you think they'll arm the cops? Because they were, they were just talking about that yeah, you they, know, the last week. Or yeah, whatever. they were just talking about that. And the commissioner said that he didn't feel that we needed it. We've got They've got access to uh, the tools and equipment that they need when they need it. Um, I don't know. They, they I mean, all the, they're in the cars. Yeah. I think they'd still have access to it. I don't think there's... Need for them to be strapped because it wasn't a situation where the cops were patrolling. Because on that yesterday was the um, kids all going on strike for climate change. Yeah, so that could have been a whole different story there. Um, what would happen if this thing had happened at a rugby game? I don't know, but it, there's a whole bunch of different things that could have happened that didn't. Uh, still super sad. Uh, yeah, and poor old Christchurch, right? That's the thing. Those so, guys get, get they've been getting hammered. 
So someone put it on uh, social media that they said, this feels exactly like it was when the earthquakes happened. We're all on edge and we're waiting for the aftershock. Right. And uh, so, but we're going to go away from that and we're going to have a bit more of a positive uh, yes, thing. Yes, yes, all right. But, but it's weird for the Prime Minister because last week on Saturday, she was at a giant pumpkin event and I was giving her a pumpkin business card. Yes. So there's no way she would have known all this was going to happen. But uh, yeah, so the QMU AMP show went up for that. I sort of inserted myself into the pumpkin area, uh, as I do. Uh, <laughs> well, they had different... Um, you had your big pumpkin shirt on or something, yeah, right? Yeah, they had different... Well, it was raining, so I had a raincoat on almost the whole time. So I'm just this weird guy with the camera set up. And I was like, I hope it finds up. I need to take this coat off. Um, yeah. So I did that. It was fine when she, she actually came for... Steve, the guy that won it, he said, if you get her to come... And present me the prize. I will donate all my prize winnings to the Rescue Helicopter Trust, where they um, auction. That was the ch- charity for the event, right? Yeah, they yeah. auction off uh, pumpkins, and he- and they they organised that. And she turned up, and she was there for ages. She handed out all the things. She was there for the auction. It was great. I ended up going up to her, have a real quick talk with her, and got a photo with my daughter with her, which was really cool. Cool. Yeah. No. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That was a whole week ago. Oh yeah, I know. It, it, <laughs> it does actually feel like a very uh, long time ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that's cool. And, uh, yeah, not to go back, but Jacinda's been doing a good job. I okay. think I think so. Uh, I heard Simon Bridges talking on the radio last night. They were talking yeah. to him, and he's just a bumbling idiot. I, uh, I knew that. <laughs> no, I know, but like he was just he was just he was trying his best, but um, he's got nothing. I think. Yeah, I think it was like a pure phone call straight to him to his house, as opposed to going like he didn't have anything prepared from his writers and stuff. Yeah, but I still think he could have done it a bit better. Yeah, but that's all right. You, you just don't know. The Waikato River has now been fully mapped on Google, um, Google Maps. Maps. What do you call it? Uh, Street View. Sorry, Street View on Google Maps. Oh, okay. So they went... What, they put a canoe down the river? They used all types of boats and whatever they could, get their hands on private vessels, public vessels, whatever, and they had the backpack thing with the uh, cameras Camera on, it, on it, and yeah. uh, they mapped all 450-odd kilometres of it. Holy crap. So you can just go, I want to look at the Waikato River at this point, because they said, oh, there's all these things that people don't normally see. So I thought it was pretty that's, cool, that's actually. Pretty cool. That's pretty cool. That's pretty epic. Um, there is another way you could do that. So in England, they've just uh, yesterday patented a, um, a company's put a patent in for a rocket suit. So it's like a jet pack, but it uses yep. um, 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 how uh, much jet, I want it. jet engines on your arms for direction. Yep. It's, and they actually used Iron Man in the um, filings as, as exactly what they're patenting. I think I've seen something like that before, but it's, you have to be pretty strong, don't you? Well, um, I don't. I don't know, but this uh, apparently they've already got going, and it's uh, it can give you a ten minutes flight time because the previous versions, yeah, you know, going back all the way to the sixties when they first did, started yeah. the jetpack was like a minute, minute and a half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is ten minutes, which is quite a, a decent amount of flight time. It it's is still not but still... really that useful. No, right? no. Uh, it does go up to ninety. I'm going to say kilometres an hour. I'm, I'm thinking, was it miles? No, I'm pretty sure it's 90 kilometres an hour in speed. Sounds is, sounds good. Actually, Sounds t- horrific. <laughs> it does, doesn't it? How'd you break all your bones? Well, I had this jetpack on for 10 minutes, and in the ninth minute, I slammed into a 
Yeah, because um, they they interview, it cuts out and you just drop all like these a rock. People in London, oh yeah, I'd love to give that a go. I reckon I'd do real well with that. I think I'd, I think I'd, I think I'd be exhilarated. That's the word. That's the word. Exhilarated. That's what I'd be. And <laughs> you're the last person that needs to be near technology. <laughs> yeah, this woman's like my concern is that I would crash and die. <laughs> Yeah, well, she's not wrong. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's the the main concern for everybody, really. But anyway, uh, yeah, it was quite funny. <laughs> I think I just... We're going to explain why I'm losing it in a second. <laughs> Okay, Sam, so, I'll let you explain. <clears throat> uh, last week, we had issues with the sound, and Chris's mic was working fine, and mine wasn't, and I wiggled a cable, and it came right, so I'm like, sweet. Uh, same thing just happened before, we stuffed around, we swapped cables. For we got like a- 15 minutes, and we're getting pretty steamed up So we, Yeah, we swapped cables, we changed mic cables to the mics and everything, and I was like, no, stuff it, I'll go upstairs, get a different mic. And uh, I've just looked at the one that wasn't working, which we've been using forever, and uh, I've just realised it's got an on and off switch, and I think it was off. So, um, <laughs> so we were like, <laughs> I didn't actually, I didn't remember or even see that it had that whole time. I, 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 I took mine out, and I didn't even notice it had a mic, uh, no. on off switch either. So I got a different mic now. Uh, but anyway, uh, that's why Chris just lost it. <laughs> he picks it up and looks at it and goes, "Oh," and he and he showed I just me showed that it on to off Chris. switch. Just That's a, hilarious because we spent ages looking at it. Anyway, we, anyway, moving on. Sorry. Hang on, talking about the Google Map thing. Yep. Uh, I think I saw the Google Street View mapping car at the top of the hill the other day, but it looked real. I don't know if it was them or if it was some cobbled together. I don't know. It didn't look right. I'm sure when I've seen it before, it had like a little Google sticker on the car or something. Uh, this time it was just a plain car and it had a big pole and it had the camera array on top and then it had this other thing above it which i assume was the gps to track where the car was but it looked really could it have been an uber one or a lyft one like aren't they doing their own version for their software i think you're right but i don't think they need the cameras this thing had I, the camera array yeah, on it, I, but i'm not sure but anyway know. it did look like it was sort of cobbled together a little bit so yeah. anyway uh keep an eye out for those guys <laughs> Yeah, privacy is because, not what it used to be. Because I saw a thing where this dog followed the Google car, and when you go in Street View and the car's going, every shot behind it is this dog. Is it like running? Yeah. Like, like full out? Oh, uh, no, I think I think it's like a little lane or something, and the car's got to go quite slow, and this dog's just chasing after it. <laughs> That's awesome. That is awesome. Okay. Um, oh, did you hear about this? I... Why do I always have the sad stories? You're a sad person, Chris. Um, I saw your, I saw one of your latest uh, Facebook update. Oh, okay. We'll talk about that in a sec. Um, <laughs> robot doctor or human interaction? So, both. Uh, have you heard about this? No, so, I want both. Uh, yeah. I want a robot human. A doctor in California told the patient he was going to die using a robot with a video screen. So what happened was the daughter was in with this patient. The guy's old. He's... um. Yeah, I want to say seventy-seven, something like that, and it's super 70s, old, seventies, eighties, whatever. Super old, a little bit older than me, little uh, bit. And um, and he's, and he's obviously had lung issues and all the rest of it. And this uh, robot wheeled in and started talking. She didn't even realize she was talking to a 
granddad. Oh, okay. And said, oh. yeah, I think it was granddad, and said, um, oh, what's this? And this guy, a doctor they'd never seen before. Rolls up on this robot screen thing. So there's a guy sitting in a chair with a headset on. Yeah. And he goes, uh, yes, um, Mr. Whatever. Um, we've we've had a look. The, the scan, MRI, whatever it was, uh, has come back. And there's nothing, no lungs left for us to work with. Okay. Uh, you've got about two two weeks. Cool. Uh, two I mean, days. Two days, sorry. I mean, that robot touch yeah. is oh, really name, good. Uh, the, the guy was Ernest uh, Quintana, 78. Um, and he was informed he would die in a few days. So this his granddaughter is trying to hold it together for him, but she's like, Cause, Ra- you know, yeah, 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 she's like mostly, ra- partly raging, but just. Just wanting to cry, um, and then got her mum, uh, her grandmother, so the guy's husband, wife, and all the rest of it, and brought them in, and um, and you know, uh, Ernest died the next day. Oh, but it, that's sad. They um, they said, right, we're not happy with the way this news was given. Like it wasn't the doctor that has been talking to him, no. the doctor he's been working no. with, some random, yeah, who didn't even front up just. Sent a robot with a screen. And um, the doctor said, no, that's policy. That's what? the way we do things. Like, you think if it was the doctor you were dealing... Is it worse if the doctor you were dealing with just rung you on a phone and said, look, I can't come, but here's what's happening. But it's the guy that you've been dealing with. Is that worse? I think that's Or is it better, better. to see I the... I think it's better because you've got a bit of a relationship. And yeah, that's what I'm thinking. But, but, um, but yeah, I mean, you make the effort to turn up. You think, well, yeah. Because the guy's in the same building, I believe. Well, he's just lazy then, isn't he? <laughs> it's, it's more effective for my time if I drive this robot everywhere. You're dead. You've got a disease. I'm going to cut that out later. It, they're just crazy. Yeah, it was just crazy. So, but sometimes, I don't know, um, is it better to have robots delivering some of that news? Is there I, a I don't time think, I, where it's a good time to do that? I don't think it's better for the patient. It's probably better for the doctor if they're yeah. not comfortable with doing that because I think that's one of the hardest things they have to um, work on, especially as new doctors. Yeah. Like, you can't you be prepared for that. You remember Michelle Howey's talk from TEDx last year? No. And she was talking about um, how her niece died and she's like six or seven and they were at the Rainbow Place. Which yep. is you know um, hospice hospice for um, kids, and um, she was so impressed with the way that they dealt with it. She talked to the, to the team leader, care team leader, yeah, and they said they just do intense role plays, and they put their staff through the most the worst things they can imagine, yeah, I bet. of what they have to say to parents and stuff, yeah, and just repeat it and repeat it until and it's a learned skill, and you can get good at it, no matter how much it sucks. Doctors can get better at it, particularly in the US, where they make more money than anybody should. That's right. <laughs> Sorry. Good on them. Actually, if they had all that money, they could come and replace our catch pit grates here in Hamilton that have been getting stolen. What a catch pit grates. Exactly. <laughs> I know. They're just the grates. Oh, good. I thought I was just a bit stupid. Like, no, no. They're the, catch- big, they're the big grates on the side of the road where the water goes into to go in the drain. Oh, you know, right, Just right, the big right, rectangle yeah, yeah, things. Yeah, big drain grate. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. So they're 500 bucks each. People have been stealing them. and um, Making barbecues out of them. They think that, yep. Or some sort of weird black market, but they're not really sure what. They assume it's barbecues. Um, they 500 bucks each and about $6,000 worth have already gone. 
Holy crap. And if you see one missing, you have to... Because anyone on a bike, like, oh, hit, um, hitting that hole? Not funny. No, but, no, not um, at all. No, no. Um, when I was young, I was still uh, 17 or something. Okay, so uh, so long ago. A long, long time ago. In Wellington, uh, the son of one of the women I worked with... Um, yes. Yeah, she, she was really old. So he was way older than me. <clears throat> He was riding with his, I think his brother or, or a friend, yep. um, down the airport straight. And they were just talking to each other on 10-speed bikes. And it had the grade in there, yeah. but the wheel just fit oh, between yeah, the true, grades. Yeah. And it went down, and he just lost all his front teeth. Yeah. And knocked himself out cold. Yeah, like, no, just crazy. Bam. It's like, holy crap, that's dangerous. So if you're in Hamilton, keep an eye out for those. If someone seems to have some weird fancy new barbecue coming up, it might be one of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I hope they're checking out Trade Me for and those Facebook um, marketplaces. Yeah, I think so. For homemade, amazing barbecue things. Crazy. Um, you hear um, uh, the Bologna um, has jumped onto the fake news. I have no idea what this means. Bologna is the city in um, Spain, Italy. Italy. That's what I meant. And yeah. And uh, the mayor of northern Italian city, famous for its cuisine all over the world, has turned his nose up at spaghetti bolognese, branding it fake news. There's no such thing as spaghetti bolognese. It's not a thing. He's like, I don't know. So is it like a it's Western, like an American, American made up thing? Like a lot of the Chinese dishes. So is, what eat. is it? Just pasta and meat? Um, what are, yeah. They must have it, do they? No? No, they say um, what we prefer the world to know is the Bologna invented... I'm going to say this wrong. Yeah, no, Tagliatelle. Okay. Uh, tortellini and lasagna. Okay. That's what we made. We don't, there's no bolognese that comes from Bologna. It's like, what are you talking about? But are they missing out on an opportunity here? Shouldn't he be capitalizing on this and going, yeah, we made that? Because who else is going to fight that? <laughs> Like, seriously, he could go, they could have a parade, a yearly festival, bring in the tourism, make a ton of money. I think he shot himself in the foot. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't think of it that way. I think he may have a point. Because if you think, you know, if you sit around and go, hey, guess what, guys? Yeah, no, we didn't actually make that thing. But who's going to say that we didn't? Yeah. Oh, it's an old family recipe from this dude that died a long time ago. With no family record. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Um, so maybe if you're the, the place that sells spaghetti bolognese in, in Bologna, like at the airport, that'd be, that'd be like all the travellers come in and you go, Bologna's famous spaghetti bolognese. I'm assuming there's people doing that. There should be people doing that. I had I have to give a shout out to Lorenzo, actually, because uh, he came in yesterday and uh, at work and was um, talking to me as a rep. For Prodotti Italia. Well, that's good. Because uh, if, if you said he's a rep for, um, I don't know, chocolate bar or something, or something random. Cactus Jack. Oh, no, uh, pa- paper straws. Yeah, no, no. Um, so, yeah, he, he he's, it was so funny because he goes, I don't know how you deal with my accent because I had to do a video for the uh, for this product so I could show how this product is done and I listen to myself and I cannot understand myself and I'm like how do you how do you understand me <laughs> only and when I'm, we see the hands moving and, yes. I, and I'm doing a really bad uh, example because um, Jolie was in the room she goes no 
We love your accent. Oh. It is pretty good. It's oh, pretty good. good. Um, and I did not do that justice, I must say. Today's uh, Chris's accent day. <laughs> Chris's, no, you're doing great. I can't. I, I wouldn't be able to do that. Uh, are we mentioning your work situation? Oh, yeah. Yes. We so, didn't mention it previously, I don't think. No, uh, because it had been told that uh, I'd keep it quiet. So when <laughs> I came back from holiday after the car, the great car theft of um, 2019. Yeah, check that out, uh, the christmasandpodcast.com. <laughs> um, yeah, so when I came back from holiday, I came back and I gave a notice. And because I'm such a ridiculous softy, I think I gave something like 16 weeks notice. <laughs> I mean, that's normal. That's normal. There's a reason for that, but that's pretty yeah, good. Yeah, well, no, because I, I said, you know, Easter's the busiest time. I'm not going to dump anyone into it um, doing my job before Easter. Um, so I'll stay at least till Easter, and um, I can stay till the end of May if I have to. Um, I'm somewhat regretting I said that now. But the other week, uh, the boss said, yeah, well, we've started advertising for your job, so you can tell people now. Um, and... I had a really big day the day before yesterday, Thursday. I um, I started work at 5.30. I left at 6.40. The whole week was really bad because we had people short, so I'm running down, uh, running a forklift and stuff all, for at least three hours a day. So that's taken off my work. I haven't checked. You'll love this. You, no, this I sur- won't love this. This will surprise I, no, you so much. No, I haven't checked my email since Wednesday. No, it, uh, it, no. It, it, uh, it, it makes me angry. <laughs> <laughs> and I've got nothing to do with this business or anything, but uh, it's just flat out. So I got home on Thursday night and, and did a, a whiny me, me, me um, post on uh, Facebook. Yeah, it, came ac- it came across like that. I know. It was terrible. I, yeah. Uh, what can I say? I was tired and grumpy. And I look stuff. forward to potential uh, work opportunities reading that and going, oh, cool. I got three uh, DMs from people with jobs. Yeah. Um, from that post. Really? Yeah. Well, that's interesting. Good on you. <laughs> people that know me that probably went, holy shit, you you really aren't well. <laughs> you really yeah. do need to get out of there. Because it really it wasn't me. Um, not my normal. Well, I haven't been my normal self for the last year, I don't think. But anyway. It's, so, hard, it's hard to tell what normal is for you. Yeah, it really is right now. Um, so anyway, um, so you just got to follow them up. Yeah. So one's uh, talking about is Auckland out of the the, the question. I said, look, if I can remote work for a couple of two or three days a week, it might doable. be doable. But, but I don't five. really want to move to Auckland, um, even if I get paid three times as much as I am now. Um, and the other one, um, one, one's a contracting thing that. I'm not really quite qualified for at the moment, and neither am I qualified for the council one. But um, I don't think you need to be qualified to work at the council. Just turn up. <laughs> I've just, I, I, I just remembered I had to bring something down. Wait there. Okay. No, I can't. I can't whistle while he's gone. I've got Toffee on my lap. Been very quiet because she was making a lot of howling noises before we started. Um, so she's on my lap, so she's silent, which is great. And Sam's running back down the stairs. That's a terrible story about the cat, Chris. No one cares. No, you're going to cut that out. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. So um, Chris is on the hunt for a job, if you yes. know of one. Uh, uh, instructional design work, um, e-learning type stuff is what I'm... What he to wants to into. do, what he'll probably end up doing is probably the most bizarre job you can imagine. 
I'm just thinking about that time you were working in that blood factory. Yeah, I know. The seasonal work, I could get that again. Uh, I don't want to go back to that. Um, Shocking. <laughs> Uh, so, what did you go running to get? Come on, come on. Well, I forgot to mention at the Kumu AMP show there was a random uh, tent oh, set up, yeah, yeah, yeah. and it was the uh, Kumu <laughs> Film Studio. So the Kumu Film Studio is where they filmed The Meg with Jason Statham, and um, it's a huge facility, the largest green screen, the largest tanks, uh, all sorts of stuff. And I've got some. I picked up all the fact sheets, and uh, here's some random stuff. Um, so when they Hey, hang on. Before you do this, yes. do you want to explain to people who may be ignorant, not me, of course, but people that might be ignorant, where QMU is? Uh, QMU is north uh, west of Auckland. Right. Probably about 40 minutes, 45 minutes. So, like, Walkworth would be northeast and yeah. QMU would be northwest. I think that's type, right. Type thing. Yeah, because right, okay. they're real close to the west coast and they've got a whole bunch of locations there. And uh, New Zealand, um, or Auckland Tourism, or no, sorry, Auckland... New Zealand Film Commission, Warner Brothers, all those guys got together and built the studio. Yeah. So it's pretty cool. And uh, it's a whole bunch of facts here. And Jason, uh, yeah, Jason Statham was in the, um, the, Meg. the Meg. And there's just these random things. Like, he's such a physical actor, the props have to <laughs> withstand him. Like, they, when he goes to a film, the props people get told that, apparently. <laughs> like, so he's just, like, rough as guts. Uh, <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, and they have, and there was lots of physical stuff because it was easier uh, instead of doing it in post-production. Um, and there's all these cool companies I've never heard of uh, that make this sort of stuff. Like, there's Main Reactor. They do stuff. What, what interested me, which you mentioned before, was the water... It was clear and it was chlorine free. What Cl- was the, what did they use to keep it clean? Uh, some technical thing, but basically they yeah chlorine free. The actors really like it. They can be in it for hours and not suffer. I've never thought about that, but of course, in all the old movies, they yeah. would have been in chlorine tanks. You, I, and I don't know about you, but I'm really quite sensitive to chlorine. My eyes are streaming red after ten minutes in that shit. That's right. So that'd be terrible. Here's, here's some more interesting facts. Um, all the wetsuits were made by a company called Sequel, and they had to ev- they had to be per- precise. They couldn't even be a millimeter out because um, it would make a difference to the fit. So they had to do that. There was thousands of costumes made. Some actors had up to thirteen versions of their costumes, depending on what they ate in the morning. I uh, maybe because <laughs> I was just like a millimeter out. Come on, guys. Um, yeah, it sounds like a bit of a rort. Like. <clears throat> Yeah. <laughs> to, eight litres of wet look gel was used to make sure they always looked like they had wet hair. Uh, Ruby Rose is in it, and they had to come up with some tattoo transfers to place over existing tattoos. Now, this is the fact that I love, and this is the one I want to tell you. A unique waterproof tattoo transfer was created especially for the film. For Jason Statham's body double, a facial stubble tattoo transfer was created to replicate Statham's. Oh, they tattooed a stubble on. Like fake. So imagine going to work the next day. Not that he has a different job, but, you know, you go in and you, go, you see your mum or something. Go have a shave. I can't, mum. It's a tattoo. I can't shave. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, but funny. pretty cool. They're working on some big stuff. Uh, saw their fake- Are they open to the public at all? Is there anything you can go and see there? Do you know? I no. know you weren't there, but um, you know how you go to Weta Studios and stuff like that. I don't that. think so. I don't think it's that big. 
Right. Um, oh, I also got this week, because, you know, stuff from AliExpress has been turning up uh, thick and fast lately. I got um, 700 different, um, 700 googly eyes, so I can now attach it to things. <laughs> uh, there'll be a photo of this in the show notes. Uh, that's the job Sam will have to do. Uh, <laughs> it's good, eh? I love yeah. it. Seven hundred googly eyes. Yeah, they're all different sizes. It cracked me up big time. Uh, so you know, now I've added them to Jason Statham. Like, oh, what could go wrong with this? It's uh, <laughs> hilarious. Um, yeah, no, I um, we are looking at whether we. Um, oh no! What? Don't tell people. Don't tell people. No. Okay. We're we, not we doing can, anything. No, we're not. <laughs> no, I think I know what you're talking about, but uh, we, we'll talk about that later. Yeah, we need to do some work on that first. We need heaps of work before we start talking randomly. Okay. We need to do the whole thing before we even talk about it. How's right. that? And you'll be, uh, you'll have heaps of time in a minute. You'll be unemployed, so that'd be good. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, the first uh, two weeks of my unemployment, I'll be sleeping. Um, okay. Oh, honestly, I'm just knackered at the time the moment so anyway um that's pretty much all for this morning yes sounds good uh, uh make sure to check out the chris and sam click on that patreon button give us some money yes if you want <laughs> no pressure that was exactly what i was gonna say money. um also uh check us out um uh on facebook and uh in what's it called in, insta instagrammy something instagram, like that. the gram the gram Check us out. Well, check Sam out on the gram because obviously I don't know how that works. That's right. Um, and Facebook and Twitter. Uh, otherwise, uh, have a great week. Have uh, a great week. And Stay again, safe. Our thoughts are with those guys in Christchurch. Yep. Okay. See ya. Bye. Hope you enjoyed the show. Make sure to subscribe and we'll catch you next week. Don't forget to tell your friend.